I did it over and over and over again to the point where I could feel the eye rolls and I could feel the unfollow buttons. And I knew I needed to make money. So I said, screw it. I don't care what people think. I don't care if I'm being spammy or annoying. I'm going to put myself out there until I can make a living. That is my good friend, Michelle Dempsey. And something I love about Michelle is she will do what she needs to do to grow her business. And that means you need to promote yourself. Obviously, people hire me to promote them on the public relations side, but I cannot do it all myself. And I tell this to my clients, whether they are an agency client or a mentoring client, you need to be putting yourself out there because if you don't, nobody is going to know about you. And if nobody knows about you, they can't do business with you. And Michelle is somebody who does this so well. She does it in a way that while it may annoy some, as you just heard her say, she's reached a point to where it doesn't matter because her business is thriving. So if you have ever thought, am I putting myself out there enough or maybe am I doing it too much, then this is a podcast that is perfect for you. Ever wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor Christina Nicholson shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to talk to me. And I really wanted to have you on the podcast because... You are the queen of self-promotion, and I've obviously, when I started my podcast, I was like, okay, I have to have Michelle on. What are we going to talk about? Well, obviously, we're going to talk about how amazing she is at putting herself out there. Well, thank you. I mean, I'd like to be considered the queen of anything, so if it's a (laughs) self-promotion, I'll take it. Yes, and we met like right after you decided to start your own business. You were just leaving teaching. It was literally like just a couple of months after you left a full-time job, right? It was just a full-time months after I left my full-time job, um, out of just desperate need to be home with my then eight month old who I had put in daycare. She was consistently ill. I knew I wanted to be home with her because it was just killing me. I was a teacher and I was, you know, had this whole thing about having to be with other people's kids while mine was at home or in daycare being cared for by somebody else. And so it was really hard for me. So I started freelancing based off the fact that I had already developed a mommy blog and freelancing. Um, I was writing for HuffPost, Scary Mommy, Mind Body Green, and a bunch of other publications that really put me on the map as a writer, at least in front of my audience and my community of friends. And friends of mine with businesses started asking for help with written tasks, such as new website content or adding a blog to their website. So right around the time when I met you, I had just secured my first paying client to write her blog. Um, And I met you when you were speaking at a blogger event. And I remember being so inspired by you and um, your way of putting yourself out there. So I just, you know, I realized there was a community of women doing that. It was okay to just move forth and go for the gold. Okay. I love that. But before we talk about how to really put yourself out there, I want you to backtrack 
because I feel like so many people, they want to write for those big, impressive publications that you just named. So can you talk about how you got that in and how you started writing for those bigger outlets in addition to your own? Um, Sure. So I just started submitting my work. I mean, I would stay up late at night Googling how to submit articles to publications. And anytime I would find a, a submit email address, I would submit or if it was, you know, you could up, upload to their platform, I would upload and I got rejected millions of times. And that's an exaggeration. But so many times I'd like to tell the story that scary mommy rejected me about 19 times before they published one of my posts. Um, and when they did publish it, it was like their main post of the day when you went to their website, and it got so much uh, engagement and backlash and responses and all, all sorts of stuff. And so, you know, really just not giving up. There are so many places to get your content seen these days. You just have to do the work and really look into where you want your content to be featured and just keep trying. You know, there are people behind these publications that actually do sit and read these articles because it's in their best interest to do that. They're making money off of us giving them content for free. So it's really to your benefit to at least try and not give up. Okay, but a lot of people, they don't want to spend time writing all of these articles for nothing if nobody picks it up. It's not nothing because if nobody's picking it up, you put it on your own website and you link people back to there and at least it's giving you website traffic. It's not for nothing. And if it can be on your website and nobody else's and there are links back to it, it's out there. It's in cyberspace. It will get shared eventually by somebody. I mean, my first foray into having work published was because I kept publishing my own blog content. Somebody shared it and a motherhood magazine contacted me and asked if they could publish it. And so you can't be afraid to just consistently put yourself out there. And that leads to why I'm the queen of self-promotion because, you know, I hate to say it, but if you throw enough shit at the wall, it's going to stick. You have to be willing to try. I mean, Nobody got famous by just like going to one audition and and being denied uh, a role and saying, okay, well, forget it. They just kept trying. I know. And Michelle, you and I both know we have discussed this offline because we both have agencies and we have team members. And when it comes to growing a team, it is so hard to find people who are dedicated and have a good work ethic. And that's why I wanted to ask you about, oh, but what if we're writing for nothing? Then we're working for nothing. And I just feel like that's so many people's mindset today. Right. I just got off a call with actually one of my team members right before you and I started this podcast. And I was complaining to her about how hard it's been to find team members that take initiative. Like I am always taking the initiative, whether it's even within the realm of what my clients are paying for me for in that particular month or what I even have like the bandwidth to do for myself that day. I'm always taking the initiative to do more because it's taking that step, you know, whether you think you have the time or you don't, like you have to make it to put yourself out there or to try new things to be seen or have the next big, you know, viral post. I mean, you it takes initiative and it takes finding people who understand that if you're going to have a team, I guess. Um, but it's, it's definitely not easy and I struggle with it every day. Yeah. I think it's the hardest part of building a business, especially if you have an agency model like you and I do. Okay. So you 
putting yourself out there, you started getting some stuff published, and then you promoted what was being published. You didn't just rely on Scary Mommy to share it with their audience. You told your audience, look at me, I'm in Scary Mommy, and you did it over and over and over again. I did it over and over and over again to the point where I could feel the eye rolls and I could feel the unfollow buttons. And you know what? At that point, I really didn't care. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I was married at the time to my ex-husband. He had just lost his job. It was a struggle. He was looking for something. He was still unemployed. I, at that point, was you know home with my daughter making $50 a blog post for other publications, and I knew I needed to make money. So I said, screw it. I don't care what people think. I don't care if I'm being spammy or annoying. I'm going to put myself out there until I can make a living. And I knew my writing was good. Um, other bloggers who are now huge big name bloggers in the mommy industry were reaching out to me like, Hey, how do I start a blog? And I, and I can take credit for helping them. And that means a lot to me. And now there's some of the biggest scary mommy writers there are. And I just, you know, I, I kept going with it until it stuck until people were calling to hire me. Um, apart from that, I was going to networking events. I mean, I had no business model. I had a website. I had Microsoft Word and was like, okay, yeah, I can write for your business. And I was going to networking events and meeting business owners and selling them on the benefits of blogging because at that point we knew it was essential for SEO and Google rankings. And I started landing clients and pretty big ones, you know, for somebody who really didn't know what she was doing in the beginning. And they're still my clients today, which is amazing. And now we've been able to grow, you know, from just blogging to actual content marketing with strategy and social media and brand development. Um, and it's amazing to see how we've evolved just in learning about what the need is and being committed to learning and growing. And again, consistent self-promotion on every level. And, you know, it's it's always changing and we're always growing, which is great. But that's because we don't stop, you know, even on the days that are like slow or the months that, you know, we're going to bring in less this quarter than last quarter. You know, you still have to act as if you're the best there is and you need to be hired and it and it all comes together. Okay, I'm obsessed with two things. One is that you were promoting yourself until you could feel the eye rolls and the unfriending and I also feel like sometimes I get to that with my promotion, but honestly, when I specifically talking about social media, when I'm constantly sharing not just what I'm doing for myself, but what I'm doing for my clients, I find that that is how most people come to me. And that takes me to my next point of networking. I hate networking and I don't do it. I put myself out there enough online that I don't need to do it, but networking is a huge lead generator. And I feel like people who don't like it, like me, um, are either lazy, like me, or they just don't do it right. And you do it right. So I guess if you could give us some networking tips, tell us maybe a couple of stories on how you went to a networking event, what you did, what you said, and how it turned into dollars. So I started going to networking events because I was lucky enough to have friends who were in business who belonged to different organizations. And what I found, you know, I was meeting people, giving out my business card and getting theirs, you know, turning that into dollars is going home, sending an email, following up, saying it was so great meeting you. I'd love to talk about how what I do can benefit your business, whether you're interested or not. Let's just grab a cup of coffee and connect. And taking the pressure off of making somebody hire me really helped. You know, I hate 
when I am at a networking event and the next day I get an email, you know, and I'm already subscribed to somebody's email list about why I need to buy their health insurance that I don't like. (laughs) But if you really go into it looking to build relationships and share knowledge, I've had more coffee dates with people where they didn't hire me, but I gave them tips. And you know what, when they had a friend who was able to hire me, they shared my name. So you and I differ in that perspective, Christina, I know you don't like to waste your time on anybody who's not paying you. But I am really old school in the sense where like, if you put yourself out there enough and help enough people, your name will eventually end up, you know, on somebody's list who wants to pay you. And so that's how it's happened for me. But I started noticing, and this is going to make me sound like a huge asshole, and I don't care. I started noticing that I would go to these events, and there would be these speakers who really had nothing worthwhile to share. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to go to these events, I want to share what I know. So not only am I here meeting people, people get to see that I'm educated in this field, that I have two degrees, that I know what I'm talking about, and walk away from their event feeling like they're $29.95, didn't just go to some bad salmon. Like, they got some tips. And so I started hitting up the the heads of all these groups in in my area, these networking groups and offering to speak. And so that's how I started speaking. Like, hey, I want to share with your group, you know, best ways women can brand themselves or best marketing tips for dermatologists or whatever the case may be. And so I started speaking to all these groups. And then at least I felt I wasn't just going there to get some, you know, bad advice from somebody who doesn't really know how to speak publicly. Um, I was going there to tell the world hey, I'm a subject matter expert, that's why I'm speaking, to make further connections with the people in this group, to have this group then follow up with me and ask me questions about my speech, and to be able to promote on social media that, hey, I'm a speaker now. It's another reason for you to hire me, because I know what I'm doing. People want to hear from me. And so I just, you know, took this real aggressive route to making myself seen and heard. And, And that's, I think, what people are so impressed with, Um, at least what, you know, I was talking to a girlfriend last night about at dinner. She's like, you know, all of us go network and all of us are trying to put ourselves out there, but you do it in a way that's like constant and not in an an obnoxious way. And like this confident way, you just are always, you know, anywhere anybody goes, they're hearing Michelle Dempsey, Michelle Dempsey, you have to call Michelle Dempsey. And that's because you're so present. And I'm like, well, thank you. It's just second nature for me at this point. And I feel I owe it to myself. You know, I'm selling people on hiring my company to market them and make them present and seen, I got to do it for myself too. Exactly. I'm a big believer in practicing what you preach. And I like how you mentioned that networking led to speaking. And I am a hundred percent with you. Like, I think that's why I don't go to a lot of networking events too, is because I'll look at who's speaking and it's like, oh, this person is speaking about Instagram. And then I look them up on Instagram and it's like, they have no following. They have no engagement. Why are they speaking about Instagram? Like that's going to be a waste of my time. I so I don't even yeah. entertain that. And that happens a lot. Well, something you could do. I mean, because I've done it too, like, and not to dim somebody else's shine. That person may have really valuable knowledge, but you know, like anybody else, not enough time in their day to, for their own business development. Um, you know, another thing to do would be, Hey, you know, Hey group owner, I saw you're having so-and-so speak about Instagram. I saw she's really good at this. I would love to also come and speak about Instagram. Cause I'm really great at, you know, it, there, there's more, there's more than enough space for all of us. Like we're all good at doing the same things in different ways, I feel like. And so it never hurts to ask, you know, you're not going to, no one's just going to come knocking on your door asking you to present. You really have to be able to put yourself out there. And it's also a testament to 
people do business with people and you can have five people who do the exact same thing, but they do it all a little differently. And at the end of the day, you're going to do business with that person who resonates with you more. And Michelle, something that you are very good at is getting a lot of people in your sales funnel just because you are everywhere all the time. And that's why, you know, I'm big on earning media because you are being seen everywhere all the time by different people in different places. So you're always top of mind. And that's probably what your friend was talking about at dinner. It's you are everywhere and people are always talking about you because you put yourself in these situations. So you're top of mind that even though you're networking and having coffee and they may not need you at that moment, when they do need you, they know exactly who to go to because they've been there, done that with you. And they have people who have been there, done that with you. Right. And trust me, I know there's plenty of people who are like, oh my God, that Michelle Dempsey, like she's everywhere. It's it's enough. But you know, I, I've evolved past the point of caring simply because I'm doing my thing. I'm growing, I'm supporting my daughter on my own. And you know, there's going to be plenty of people who hate it or don't like the what I have to say. But you know, you get to a certain point where a you don't care and b you realize how people feel about you is just a reflection of them. And you know, there's so much like so many so much of what I hear from women is like, oh, but like, can I really say that? I don't want to bother anyone. And I'm like, who actually cares who you're bothering? Like, this is your path. If that person is bothered, it's because there's something within them that you know, it was not your job to fix or deal with. So I hate the whole, I don't want to bother anyone thing. And I get that a lot. So, you know, you can either take my lead and put yourself out there or don't, but know that if you don't, you're not going to grow. And at the end of the day, you can't control how people feel. You can't. And, you know, trying to worry about how people feel will sink you into the ground very fast because it's consuming and it's, useless. It's like, you know, worrying what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know. You can't change it. You also can't change how people feel ever. You rub somebody the wrong way once. It doesn't matter what you do after that to get on their good side. They already don't like you. So move on. Yeah. You can't please anybody, everybody, no matter what you do. Exactly. Okay. So let's talk about wasting your time. You mentioned, um, Christina, I know you don't like to waste time on people who don't want to spend money with you. Let's talk about when you put yourself out there, you are probably getting, I mean, I know I do, numerous emails, numerous um, messages on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. People want to work with you. And I'll tell you what I used to do and what I do now because I did waste a lot of my time. Not necessarily on people who didn't want to spend money with me, but people who just had no clue. Um, I would talk to anybody and everybody who wanted to talk to me, who emailed me. I would spend a lot of my days talking to people and even building them proposals if they wanted one. And at the end of the day, I was not doing a good job qualifying these people. These were people who had no idea what my industry was like, which makes sense. That's why you're reaching out to me. But they also were not at a stage in their business where they had money to spend or they were not committed enough to want to spend money, or they didn't want to do the work they would have to do after hiring me as a mentor. So really, I was wasting my time getting on the phone with anybody and everybody who sent me a message. Now, I'll tell you what I do now so I don't waste my time on the tire kickers, but what do you do? How do you filter leads to ensure you're not talking to people all day every day? That's a really great question. And I actually only started doing that in the last few months because, yeah, I mean, 
you know, I want to be of value to people so that I stay at the top of their list for referrals. But I also have a lot to get through. You know, I'm a single mom and I really only have till three o'clock every day when my daughter gets out of school to make things, make sure things are in order and clients are happy. And then I shut down to spend time with my daughter in the afternoons. And so it came a point where I couldn't meet with everybody. So what I do every time I get an inquiry, whether it's an email, um, uh, I love the people who just text me outright whom I've never met or send, I get a lot of private messages on Facebook. I probably get that the most like, Hey, did you ever think of, uh, selling, you know, Monat hair care? Let's get together. And I'm like that. I don't even answer, but, um, when people do inquire, you know, my first questions are, Oh, okay. So what kind of business do you have? Where are you with marketing your business? Have you thought about hiring somebody yet? And if the, if right away they're like, well, I'm not, I don't really have the budget to hire anyone. Then I, you know, I'll say, why don't you join my Facebook group? Um, I have, you know, I started my own Facebook group for solopreneurs really for the ones who can't afford a marketing team so that they can learn the tips and tricks. It's called mind your own business marketing for solopreneurs. I'll direct them there and say, you know, hopefully you can get some great tips from there. But if they are on the fence about hiring somebody, what I do is I send them all of my information, pricing and everything up front. And I say, give me your email. Let me send you the information about how we work, how our prices are structured and what you can expect from working with us. And if I hear back from them for a meeting, that means that, you know, the budget hasn't scared them away and they could be potential clients and then I'll go. Um, lately I have found, you know, a lot of people want to get together for coffee and they want to pick my brain for coffee and I'll hit them right there with, um, well, if you're interested in a consultation regarding your business, I charge 175 an hour. So, I'll, I'll charge, I'll, I'll put it out there that this person could essentially be charged for meeting if it feels a little fishy. Um, and I let them know that that would be applied towards whatever package they choose. And if they are willing to pay for it, that means, you know, there's something there that could turn into money. Um, so I, that's typically how I screen. It's really just by scaring them up front with the numbers. <laughs> I like how you say that. I started um, probably almost a year ago now, because I, I was getting to the point where I was upset that I was wasting people's, not that I was wasting people's time, but I, I was because I'm talking to them about working together when really they have no intention of working with me. Um, it was a waste of my time and a waste of their time. I, I now have a Google doc that I have people fill out and you have to tell me where you're at in your business, what you're ready and willing to do. And if you do not fill this Google Doc out, I will not get on a call with you because I, like I cannot yep. spend like you. I cannot spend all day every day talking to people who are interested because I I have found just like, you know, building a team, a lot of people they say they want this and they want that, but they don't want to spend time or money or both to actually get it. Well, I, I agree with you. I just, I like that idea. I just don't want to sit and have to read through anything. <laughs> That's all it takes. You know, I'm, I'm in a much different place now than I was two and a half years ago. Like I, you know, I, I'm now managing a team and so like, I don't physically do the client work anymore, except for put together outlines and strategies for my team to follow. And so I do, Christina, you gave me the best advice a few months ago, work on my business, not in my business. And so that's been my focus every day now because of you. So thank you. Um, but that takes almost more effort, if not more than actually doing the physical work, because when you're doing the physical work, you're worried about one thing at a time. When you're working on your business, you're worried about the entire thing all the time. And so it's a lot. 
It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot and it's tough. But I said that to you because I knew you were at the point where you shouldn't be in it. You have a team, so you shouldn't be in it. You should be on it. Um, And I also want to talk about one other thing that you mentioned, and it was picking my brain. Now, looking back, I am so embarrassed that when I started my business, I would ask people if I could pick their brain. Like if I ever did that to anybody listening, I am so sorry because that is so rude and stupid of me to do. And it's because, first of all, you cannot get all of the answers you want over lunch or over coffee picking somebody's brain. Like people, I'm sure they say, oh, how can I do this and be successful? Like, oh, yes, that's just a 30 minute conversation. Easy. Let's have it. Like it doesn't work that way. And That's why I'm glad that you said you now charge for that. And I started charging for that probably about a year and a half ago. Yeah, if you want to sit down and you want to talk, that's my time that I could actually be working on my business or um, making money or looking for a speaking gig or something. So yes, you have to pay for my time if I'm offering value. And I do the same thing that you do. If you're not ready to pay then there are tons of free resources that I can guide you to on my website, on my blog. That's one reason why I'm starting a podcast. You can soak up so much free information. And if after that, you are still not where you want to be, then maybe it's time to invest in your business. So when you say you start charging for people who ask to pick your brain, it made me very happy. Well, you know, I just, I'm at the point where I, you know, you grow to a point in your business, like in the beginning, you're still gaining your confidence, right? Like people are paying you and you're like, oh shit, am I really worth this? Like, are people really paying me to do this? And then you start to see the results and you learn the value of what you do. And I teamed up with a digital marketing agency and was able to see firsthand the the lead generation that my work was providing. And I knew at that point, like I was way too valuable to be, you know, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free type of thing. And so I knew I was way too valuable to give away all the, all the knowledge, you know, and I'm always happy to answer questions. I get them all the time and I'll always answer them, but to sit down with somebody for an hour and just spill the beans, you know, I've been played that way before. I had a client who fired me two days after they asked to sit down and, and let me show them how MailChimp works in case they want to send something out. And then two days later they fired me, tried to get back their retainer money. And I was like, Oh honey, no, refer to page two of the contract, you know? Um, so I'm smarter than that now. And, and I think everybody should be. And on that note, um, if you ever want to burn yourself in, in business and want to burn bridges and just have yourself be like blacklisted as one of the most annoying people ever. Stop trying to randomly friend request people and say, Hey, love your page. Looks like you'd be a great this or a great that and, and try and get them as part of your multi-level marketing scheme. It's like cult like and crazy and I'm over it. Like I have started blocking people who try to get me to sell their shit. Not going to do it. I'm a very successful marketing person. Like stop randomly hitting people up to buy into whatever you're selling. I would never make a friend on Facebook and be like, Hey, by the way, do you need marketing? You should, you know, think about it. I would never do that ever. In fact, it takes me weeks and months. And sometimes I never even invite people to like my business page who I'm friends with on Facebook, because what's the point? I only want people liking my page and engaging with my business if they're going to buy into it. Well, that's strategic of you. But I think what you're getting, again, is a lot of people looking for the fast, quick solution to things. And I used to be in an MLM. I used to sell unique and I did it for a year. 
And it, I mean, it really can be a lucrative business if you work it like a full-time job. But let me tell you, when I started selling it, it wasn't because somebody reached out to me and asked me to sell it. I bought the mascara and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I want to sell this. And it was almost like a decision that I made on my own because I saw the value. And that, again, goes back to what we started talking about. It's you putting yourself out there and sharing value and showing what a great resource you are and what a great thing you provide to people so that they come to you when they need you. And that really just sums up what self-promotion is about. You're not promoting yourself saying, hire me, hire me. You're promoting yourself saying, look at these amazing things that I'm doing for myself and for my clients. So you're always top of mind when people want similar outcomes. Yeah. In my two and a half years, I have never messaged somebody that I never met in person and tried to, you know, get them to buy into what I do. I will always put myself in out there on Instagram and Facebook and say, you know, and I do it in a transparent way because I also have a big mommy blogger following like, Hey, you know, today was shit. My, I was in the middle of a meeting and got a call from my daughter's school and I was still able to get her down for a nap and do X, Y, and Z. So I'm, I'm always showing my effort and my involvement in things. And I think that's a lot different and it's a much more passive aggressive way, (laughs) smarter way to show your strength as a business owner and a business person and whatever it is that you do than directly just telling people, hire me, hire me, hire me, because it becomes white noise. Right. You're sharing, you're not selling. And I, it's always the same. It's the same thing as media pitching. Like when people pitch the media, they are so overly promotional and it's like, no, it is not the media's job to promote you. It's their job to share a story. So tell them a story that isn't all about you and how amazing you are. Um, it's the exact same thing. Michelle, where can people find out more about you? I am going to link to your Facebook page or your, I'm sorry, your Facebook group, Mind Your Business Marketing for Solopreneurs in the show notes. But where else could people find you if they want to see you share all of your amazingness? I am on uh, Instagram as at the Michelle Dempsey. My Facebook business page is Very Well Written Marketing. And my public profile Facebook page is the Michelle Dempsey. Thank you so much. Thank you for having out of your busy day to talk to me and share your value. Share my time with you any day, girl. And I'll do it for free. (laughs) I love it. And uh, Michelle, y'all listen to everything Michelle said, because she really is the queen of self-promotion and she does it in a way that is not off-putting. And I don't think it's annoying. If some people are annoyed, like you said, that's on them. That's not on you. Right. I mean, there's much bigger things to worry about in the world today. Agree. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. And that was Michelle Dempsey. I hope you learned a lot from her. I always do whenever we chat. Remember, if you ever want to check out the show notes, head to becomeamediamaven.com and you will see the latest podcast episode with the show notes right there, as well as all previous episodes. And if you want to step up your promotion game, make sure you check out mediamavenandmore.com slash publicity. I am getting ready to launch a three three-day video series where I am teaching you how to profit off of publicity after you start 
pitching. That is coming soon, so to get on the waiting list, then head to mediamavenandmore.com slash publicity. Also in the show notes at becomeamediamaven.com. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you want some more. They will automatically upload on your phone, and I would be very grateful if you would leave me a rating and a review. We'll see you next time.